If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. This is your moment. Your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects and old to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey and right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease From grandmothers who whispered in their baby girl ear to fathers on dimly lit street corners instructing young soldiers to always keep their eyes open. You be queen. You were fire. You were passed through centuries on the hands of your daughters. They called you wisdom. Proverbs. On the backs of diamond-eyed school children who grew into hymnals recited by amethyst-holding urban philosophers who recited neighborhood commandments out of the windows of restored El Camino chariots to keep the warmth in their blood. Be wise. Be smart. Be black opal, brown quartz, bloodstone, and prayer. Be every form of gem. See, king told scribe, scribe told son, son told wife, wife told her daughter, and daughter told the ancestors, and the ancestors told me that you would come to give wisdom to thousands. They said you would come dropping gems, dropping gems. Welcome back to another episode of the Dropping Gems podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Brown. This episode, I am on the road. Oh my God, did I need this? <laughs> I'm recording this episode from an incredibly gorgeous and nourishing spot on earth. I am in Santa Fe, New Mexico right now, and I'm actually out here for a healer's cohort and to catch some silence. (sighs) Surrendering to silence is a huge part of my life. And actually, I think I'll, I'll share a couple ways that I do that because it could be really powerful for each person listening if you found a way on your own terms to fit your own needs to add a little more prolonged silence into your life. So silence is such a powerful, powerful tool. And I speak to that often in terms of meditation, being able to get still, being able to get silent, even only for five or 20 minutes a day is a powerful catalyst for change and transformation in your life. And 
It's also an incredibly powerful tool for regulating your nervous system, which if you are on a healing journey, if you are on the path of creating big changes in your life, if you're on the path of calling in more self-love and acceptance into your life, if you're on the path of healing trauma in your life, then the regulation of your nervous system should be one of the top priorities that you set for yourself. It is one of the most powerful tools to creating space for you to live your healing. When you're able to regulate your body, when you're able to regulate your emotions, when you're able to come into a space where you're not stuck in a lot of your triggers or coping mechanisms, um, that's where the space to be all of us is really found. The space to be more is found. So silence is a huge part of that. And Something I deeply believe in is prolonged silence. Now, you may have heard me share um, earlier in the fall of actually 2021, this past fall, I hosted a retreat along with Deepak for Chopra. And they have a once a year silent retreat where you enter silence for six days. And it's just profound. And there's programs all over the world that offer something like this. Um, There's some of programs for some of those real deep warriors on this path, some with established embodied practices where you may go away for weeks, uh, a month, or several months at a time to just hold complete silence. And if you're wondering to yourself, how the hell do I do that? (laughs) One of the most amazing things about it is you get to the deeper truth of who you are, but also how to set boundaries and how to notice when you may be leaking energy under sometimes false societal constructs or politeness or niceness or people-pleasing or any of the various things that we may carry with us on the journey to finding ourselves, our most authentic selves. And when you hold silence, one of my favorite things about doing that, especially if you do it in a retreat setting, is you are not concerned with um, keeping up the things that we have to do in our day-to-day life, right? So you don't have to make eye contact with people that you're walking by. You don't have to greet people. We're not talking. But not only are we not talking, we are not allowing ourselves to fall into um, anything outside of ourselves. So as micro and macro as that can be, Um, On a big scale, that means, you know, being quiet for several days and not speaking and just being inside your own energy and your own internal world and your own container. And then it also means not, you know, feeling like you have to be connected to other people, even if they are next to you. The retreat that we hosted uh, was in Yosemite. And it was with 400 other people. So if you can imagine, it was 400 of us together in the mountains of Yosemite, completely quiet. And even though it was 400 of us passing by each other, sitting next to each other, sharing meals, no one spoke. No one had to look at another person. And there was nothing felt about that, right? There was no offense taken. You are able to just focus on you, but do it with the energy of other people present. And so that also means not, you know, necessarily holding the door for someone behind you, um, not having to, you know, all the things that you don't really notice that you do, but that require quite a bit of energy. So silence is really powerful. I personally, um, as a, well, as a mom, <laughs> I need moments for this. But also as a teacher of this work, um, as a philosopher, as, as a practitioner and facilitator and healer, you know, it is uh, completely non-negotiable that I must have to have silence in my life. And the way that I try to do that is I typically will hold larger silence uh, once a year in the ways that I can. Again, I'm a mom, so that's not, you know, I'm not always able to get away and do that 24 hours a day. I may build in, you know, if my child is with a family member, I may be able to build in time to check in in the morning on FaceTime with him, check in on the evening, um, and then continue my retreat work. So I like to do about a week of silence once a year. 
And once a month, I like to do an entire day of silence. And for me, as someone that lives in the Los Angeles area, again, very, very multi-hyphenate. So I'm always juggling something. Um, I'll typically do that after I drop my son at school. And I have a pin that I actually got uh, from Chopra. We have pins that we send everyone from our retreat home with that say, holding, honoring silence. And I pop that on and then I'll spend the rest of the day in complete silence um, as I move through the world. And that's running errands or that's me just being in my house. And I still try to go by the rules um, that I utilize if I was somewhere else, even in busy Los Angeles. For me, um, it's, it's revolutionary. It's necessary. It's profound. And I find ways to meet my needs, even within um, sometimes a more chaotic experience of being alive and being alive in a container with other human beings who are alive. Um, And something else I also like to do, and for those that are able, I really, really recommend this. You know, every six months, I try to do two days of that. So what I'll try to do is you know, on a day that maybe my son is with a family member um, or able to, you know, be with one of his friends, share a weekend. I always take that time to usually just disappear a little bit by myself. Um, and I like to do that again, like every few months, every six months. Um, one of the ways that I do that is for me in the LA area, Palm Springs and Joshua Tree are really close and they, for many, many years have been two of my favorite places to just drive to alone and kind of disappear into myself. So what I like to do is like grab an Airbnb um, for a couple of days, go up there, have a little plant medicine, stock my fridge, cook for myself, and just be completely silent. Um, I like to journal. Um, I like to walk in nature I like to take random photography of myself and of flowers and <laughs> the sky. I like to stargaze. Um, but that's how I nourish myself at a really deep level, in addition to my daily practices. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm in Santa Fe, taking a little time to just expand my soul by staring off into the distance. By staring up into the night sky and out here, it's just so breathtaking. Last night, I had a chance to just lay down and look up at the sky for hours at night till like, you know, midnight. And you see every star while you're out here. There's no light pollution anywhere in this part of New Mexico. You just look up and you see the universe and you really understand how big it all is, how small we are, yet how big of a role um, we all play in whatever this divine experiment at play is, you know? So I love to do that. Here I am. And I also wanted to pop in and um, clearly break silence a little bit by doing this episode of the podcast. So something that I really want to share today, and I put this on Twitter, a question that I get a lot is, you know, how how do I find my purpose? How do I begin my journey? And I never like to give like easy answers because the truth is none of this is easy. And anybody that paints it that way, I think is really doing a disservice because you don't want to just be motivated to start the journey by thinking, okay, yeah, that's easy. I'll do this. I'll do that. It's not sustainable in that way. Once you lock in to being on <laughs> a journey, it is, it's a lifelong experience and you can take breaks, you know, you get tired. I just recorded an episode about some of the fatigue we feel while healing, while on the journey, but it is something that once you turn that switch on, it's going to be a part of you for the rest of your life. And in the times that you distance yourself from it, you'll feel that longing, that craving, that pull to be back in it. And so the way that I share things, you know, it's um, little by little, go as you can, but look to the bigger view and don't look for it to be easy. Look for it to be what you need. Um, And as you lock into that, you carve out your own path of ease 
based on your unique life recipe uh, to be able to sustain that and to be able to grow that and expand in that. So I wanted to share some thoughts I was having around this. Um, I will share some very tangible steps that you can begin to take now in this moment to get more deeply connected to your authentic self. When I say your authentic self, what I mean by that is the version of you that came to this earth inherently pure, inherently good, that is highly creative, that is loving, that is kind, that is the purity of your soul underneath any of the life experiences that you've had thus far, underneath any of the traumas that you may have experienced, and underneath all societal and cultural programming. So the piece of you that has not been indoctrinated, the piece of you that has not been enmeshed, Um, The piece of you that lives for yourself and longs for divine connection. That is your authentic self. For each of us, that means something a little bit different. And for each of us, it is incredibly beautiful and empowering to be connected to. It's the space that you can also refer to as your highest self, your higher self, your inner counselor, you know, the true you. And when we connect to that authentic self, that is what further informs what our actual purpose is in this life. Um, And I believe to be purpose, uh, I truly believe that purpose is really just the connecting to each of our individual authentic self. And from our purpose, from our authentic self, excuse me, our authentic self comes Our life's mission. Our mission is informed by our purpose. Our mission is informed by our authentic self, but it is actually the tangible work we are meant to bring to life here on earth while we're here. So, ways to start zooming out to look at that from a non culturally created or societally impacted view are. The first step I'd highly recommend for everyone, and everyone has heard me talk about this on the podcast because I've interviewed many, many uh, people that offer services in this way, would be to get a really thorough birth chart reading. What is your birth chart? Your birth chart is kind of like a screenshot or a map of the sky exactly the moment that you were born. So that looks like what your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign are. Those are kind of um, three of the first basics of how you kind of begin to understand yourself and your chart. But then you got a lot more. Um, You know, you have your houses, you have your planetary placements in those different houses. And something I love about a birth chart reading, and I've been getting my birth chart read um, for probably 20 years And I have had the real blessing to work with a lot of really wonderful astrologers. There's a lot of different kinds of astrology. So, you know, do some research, see what resonates with you. My recommendation is getting a Vedic birth chart reading, which is from the Eastern system, which would be called also Yodish astrology. It's like a spiritual science, it's a little more mathematical. And the way that they um, use planets is a little bit different. What I love about Vedic astrology, and you might want to revisit an episode I did with Dr. Suhas, is Vedic astrology gives you a huge view of your life, of your karma, but it also provides cures for karma. So it provides you know, an opportunity to remedy some of the areas in your life where you might find challenge and restriction by doing different uh, rituals and offerings and prayers. And for me, someone that lives a highly, highly ritualistic and devoted life, it's just been a beautiful experience for me and very empowering. There's also many different forms of Western astrology where you can get powerful birth charts done. I recommend as you're getting started to look into evolutionary astrology. So I had an amazing uh, episode with embodied astrologist, Renee, on a previous episode that you may want to check out there. So when you're looking at your birth chart, it's kind of like getting um, a map of the intention of your life. 
sometimes it's actually really shocking because you can see your trauma show up in your birth chart. You can see, you know, some of your childhood dynamics really explained in a way that feels very serving, that allows you to see and be validated in some of the experiences that you may have had, especially within your family systems and the karma that you may have with your family. Highly recommend also, um, and there's a lot of beautiful astrology apps. I know a lot of folks use Chani's amazing app, CoStar app. An app that I love that I actually uh, check out really often is called The Pattern. The Pattern app does your birth chart through psychological depth of understanding. So it breaks it down, not so much with your signs or your houses, but just through overviews of psychology and identifying patterns and identifying transits that are currently at play in the timing section. So I did an episode of my podcast with the creator of the pattern who is, oh my God, obsessed with her amazing, amazing woman named Lisa Donovan. So we did a two-part episode. You might want to check that out. So one of the first ways to start getting connected with your authentic self, get a thorough birth chart reading. Also find someone who has been doing it for a long time. Astrology is having such a gorgeous um, reemergence, mainstream moment in the sun. Astrology is thousands and thousands of years old. It's a sacred, ancient spiritual science. Um, But there's so many amazing new people coming into the mainstream with their offerings. However, astrology is a sacred art that takes a lot of practice and a lot of personal application to master, to be able to share at a high level. So whenever you connect with someone like this, I want you to also remember that when people give you readings, whether that is an astrology reading, a psychic reading, an energy reading, for the most part, facilitators and practitioners can only meet you as deeply as you have met themselves. And so typically their translations of their work can only go as far as their personal healing or their personal experiences and understanding um, with the human experience and with love and with trauma and with career and with you know all the things. So just two things to keep in mind as you vet different facilitators and practitioners. Um, the astrologers that I work with have been doing their work for between 20 and 40 years. So um, I feel really good about my connection to them. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans, to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The next thing I'd recommend on your path to connecting to your authentic self, and if I haven't said this yet, consider getting a pen and a journal now if you want to jot some of these down. But it would be take a few personality tests. Take a few tests online. Um, You can do individual tests. There's sites like Truity, um, Personality Lab, a few others. You know, vet for yourself. Those are just what I'm familiar with. But consider taking a few personality tests. And if you are able... Spend um, a little bit extra. Usually it's around $20 to get your full report breakdowns. Print them out, put them in a folder, create a binder about the information you're collecting about yourself. Reread them, see how you currently relate to what you're reading, and then also connect it to past experiences that you may have had. Personality tests can be really powerful, especially if your childhood or adult life has not really given you the opportunity to be connected with people who are emotionally regulated and connected with people that can give you clear feedback on who you are or guidance or you know if you had a childhood that didn't really allow you to cultivate your core identity the deeper understandings of who you are and what you're good at and what you're curious about if you didn't get that kind of guidance or you weren't held space. Space was not held for you in that way. Personality tests can really help you validate things that you have seen and known about yourself, but haven't heard reflected from other people. So a few tests that I recommend are Myers-Briggs, really great test. Um, in the Myers-Briggs system, I am an ENFJ. Yeah, I'm an ENFJ. I think I said that right. Um, also, Clifton Strengths by Gallup is a really great te- uh, test to take, especially for understanding your attributes in your working life. And what I really love is that they break it down based on your strengths. And you get to see, you know, what are areas that are uniquely me that I can really expand and grow in? And what are some potential weaknesses? Um, or pitfalls to just be aware of and look out for so you can monitor yourself in that way. Enneagram is a great test to have. Um, Love languages are a great test. You know, there is that beautiful book, but there's also an actual test that you can take online that gives you some deeper breakdowns um, and some reporting. And also take the big five personality test. 
that's a really great test to understand, um, especially how you may be interacting with others and coming across. So number two, take a few personality tests. Number three, go to therapy. Um, but look into ones that meet your specific needs. Not all therapy is created equal. And as mental health is so beautifully expanding into our mainstream and collective consciousness, as we're all onboarding so much new language around experiences, so much new understandings, I think it's important to know that as with every single field that there is, not all therapists, practitioners, facilitators are created equal. Not all educations are the same. Not all expertise is the same. And not all experience is the same, right? Having a therapist um, that's working with you that just graduated and started practicing is a little different than maybe working with someone who has been doing this and has seen a lot of people over time and been making different connections over a decade, over a couple decades. Um, so those are just things to think about what's important to you personally as you see a therapist. Also, not all therapies are equal. So the main therapy system that a lot of people are seeking out right now is cognitive therapy. Cognitive therapy is incredibly powerful. However, I my personal view of cognitive therapy is that it can only get you so far. Cognitive therapy is also referred to as talk therapy. So it's amazing about giving you language for your experiences, about having a space to really look at that expanded view of your experiences and get feedback and guidance. But it can also, after a while, just keep you stuck in a loop where you are just talking in circles about the same themes and patterns that you have noticed. Um, and sometimes, depending on what your background and experiences are, you may require different approaches to actually move through those experiences. Sometimes when you just go that kind of cognitive talk, mental head, intellectualized route, you just begin to then sometimes punish yourself a little by thinking these thoughts over and over and over again in a loop and not really moving past the understanding phase into the releasing of this experience phase. Um, so something that I always kind of consider when I hear people say like, oh, I've been in therapy for five years. Yeah, I've been in therapy for 10 years. I've been in therapy for 15 years. Something inside of me, and this is just me, and this is without judgment, thinks, but why? Right? Like the point of us healing is to come into a space where we can live our healing where we're able to be embodied with our understandings and with our healing so that we're able to make very different choices in life that change the dynamics of our experience. And then we come into a space where we're not always rehashing the things that have happened to us, um, where we're able to go a little bit deeper and find the tools to release those experiences and to create more space for different experiences um, and not just continue to come into therapy talking about new um, <laughs> new unfoldings or new people that represent the exact same patterns that we started in therapy with. So that's my viewpoint. Um, but when I say that, you know, something that could be powerful, especially if you find that maybe you're a little stagnated in your therapy right now, switch up your therapist. Um, consider websites like Psychology Today that allow you to filter your local search. So when you filter, um, and this is just one site and I am in no way, uh, I'm not an ambassador for this site. So do your own searches. <laughs> but something I like about them, and I have not personally found someone that I've used on there, but you can go in, you can type in your zip code, and then there are different boxes you can check based on your specific needs. So if you've identified that you've had traumatic experiences, or perhaps you may have a borderline um, a personality disorder like borderline or narcissism, you, or have experienced abuses from people that may have different disorders, you can check boxes to find someone that specializes in those unique specific things. Um, and not all therapists or psychologists have the same fields of those deeper studies. 
So something to look for. You might also want to look into other therapy systems like somatic therapy, which I highly, highly, highly recommend. Somatic therapy. Um, I did an amazing podcast episode with a somatic therapist, uh, my brother, Resma Minikim. Incredible episode. Check that out. You may also be interested in DBT therapy. Um, and that kind of helps put into practice ways of change. So just something to consider. That's three. Number four, consider sexology work. Goop did a really well done special on sexology, but there is so much more information available about that. I had an episode with a sexologist, Simone Farshi, um, who is just an amazing, amazing woman. Um, she did a previous episode, so you may want to check that out. But sexology work is really powerful if you're looking to expand your capacity for intimacy and grow your understanding of your own body. Some of the things that happen with our life experiences, um, whether you've had traumas or just, you know, maybe haven't explored this side of yourself yet, is that we don't tend to really be deeply connected to our own bodies. So sexology work can really help getting back into your body, being able to expand um, in all the ways that you may wish to in your intimate or sexual life. And this is available for men. It's available for women. It's available for non-binary community, for absolutely anyone that is alive. So um, that may be something that, that could be really powerful for you in your life. And there's many practitioners in this field, but this is a highly intimate work. If you have experienced sexual trauma, highly recommend that you look for someone that practices, that has a background and expertise in facilita facilitating for survivors of sexual trauma and vet everyone that you work with accordingly. Read the responses, act, ask for referrals, you know, really look deeply before you open yourself up in this way. So that is one, two, three, four. <laughs> the fifth one is look at two potentially experiencing some energy work. Um, I am an energy healer myself. I am a Reiki master in three different lineages of Reiki. That's uh, I'm a master in Asui, in Holy Fire, and in Karuna Reiki. And I'm also an energetic master in two other lineages of energy work. And I've been deeply studying this for many years, have done it on myself. Um, the first time I got energy work was probably maybe 15 years ago. And it really, really, really um, personally changed my life. So I highly recommend looking into experiencing energy work from a master practitioner, someone who's, who has been practicing this for consistently for a certain amount of time. Um, that could be really powerful. So that's five. Number six, journal. Pay attention to yourself. Keep record of your thoughts. Keep record of the patterns that you're noticing. Keep records of the miracles that you're noticing, of your experiences, of your synchronicities. Date them. Study them. Consider putting this into a calendar. It's really powerful for building your self-awareness, and it's also really powerful for building your spiritual confidence. Um, another way is... Really work on growing your inner wisdom and intuition. So consider stop seeking counsel and validation from outside sources if that's something that you find yourself doing pretty regularly. Hear your personal gut response first and write it down. Slow down when you need to make decisions. There is not always a need for urgency in that. And sometimes the urgency comes with just feeling really uncomfortable with making your own choices, feeling uncomfortable with the potential idea of getting it wrong. And so you move fast so that it's done and that, you know, either the, it all falls down or it all goes well, but you want to do it quickly so that you don't have the anxiety of sitting with your life. I understand but it's so necessary to slow down with yourself. Be really thoughtful about your choices. Check in with your unique understanding of you. Check in with your gut. 
pause to consider. I think that's six or seven. I am not sure. Let me do a quick count so I can (laughs) stay on it. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Seven. Okay. So we are now on number eight. Um, Regulate your nervous system. Being dysregulated and emotionally imbalanced puts up armor around the real you. The one that you want people to really see and know, not your reactions. So to really begin to regulate your nervous system, which is going to be the foundation of all the personal growth work that you do, I recommend getting regular body work done if able, like deep tissue massage. So if you have the budget to do that, I highly recommend getting two times a month a 90-minute deep tissue massage. Don't think, oh, that's so selfish. Do I deserve that? Yes, you do. You're a human that's alive and your body deserves to be nourished and loved. This isn't about, oh, let me relax, you know, that that comes too. This is about moving energy and stuck toxicity out of your body so that you can feel your best, so that you can make uh, choices out of your best self. If that's not financially possible for you, there are many other ways to show up for yourself in body work. I highly recommend getting a gasha tool, which is typically a stone or stainless steel. um, How do I describe this? Uh, (laughs) Small kind of fits in the palm of your hand tool or a trigger point massage tool or an Ayurvedic massage wand. And watching a few videos on YouTube on how to do that. Every day in the shower, I do that for my face. I do that for my body, um, my arms. I store a lot of energy in my forearms and also in my ankles and my calves. So I really focus on massaging those areas for myself with a gasha tool. You know, um, being dysregulated and emotionally imbalanced, it... It's one of the biggest ways that we cut off our authentic self, that we limit our ability to connect to our purpose and our mission. So that deep tissue massage could be amazing. Um, I work a lot with PEMF and infrared technology. I have found both to be powerful, powerful regulators for me. Um, I love using them also when like I'm ill or sick or my son is. It really helps with... um, faster, moving faster through some of that sickness. It's great if you work out a lot. Salt baths. I take three to four Epsom salt baths a week, really hot water, staying it for at least 30 minutes. And as a lot of people know on social media, I say, use the whole bag, sis. So we are not doing these little baby scoops of Epsom salt. We are doing an entire gallon bag per bath. Uh, I have no idea what this does to our pipes. So fingers crossed on that. But, you know, something that that really does is it draws out those toxins and impurities from you on a physical level, restores, nourishes your body, especially if you have a little magnesium in it. But on a spiritual level, it also really um, is powerful for removing any negative energy, for cleansing your energy, your spiritual life, just really creating a space where you can feel more of the purity of who you are. Um, But it's so powerfully supportive. For your body. So I like to do, you know, really inexpensive route is that on Amazon, I've signed up for the Amazon brand of um, Epsom salts. I get the lavender and eucalyptus. I get them delivered to me on a subscription once a month. I get enough sent to me so that I can take three to four baths a week. Um, And that's worked out really well. So that might work for you. Stretching is really powerful. Yoga is really powerful. Meditation is really powerful for that regulation of the nervous system. And number nine, stop being influenced. Stop measuring yourself against others and creating fantasies about who they are in comparison to you. A lot of times you may not um, really notice that you're doing this, but you may be looking at other people, looking at their pages, creating and concocting these views of, you know, um, who they are and why they are the way they are. And, you know, if you're better, if you're not enough or all these different things. And we're each starring in our own movies. 
We're each running our own races. We have to focus on ourselves. You will not find the answers outside of you. You will not, you know, be rewarded when someone else is struggling or perceivedly failing. It is about your internal world. And that is the number one place you have to focus to love and accept yourself and to actually see meaningful change in your life, in the way that you make decisions, in the way that you attract things to yourself. So a big way to to start doing that is to one, start noticing how often that's done. So I recommend cutting out all TV, all film, all radio, and all books for the most part, unless you're working with particular workbooks. Um, For at minimum a month, a month, a month. I did it for two years and I'm just now starting to consider watching some TV again. I've given myself about an hour a week that I may watch a show about something, but I stopped watching all television, all movie, um, listening to the radio for a little bit over two entire years. And I'll never go back to the way that I used to consume. I'll never be a Netflix and chiller again. It's just not for me serving to the life that I want to live. Also, I'm more interested in my own thoughts right now and my own philosophies and my own creativity. And so, and I'm also someone that has a very specific intellect and way that um, I want to have conversation. I, I really just want to pour my free time into consuming things that I'm actually deeply, deeply curious about, interested in, passionate about. Um, or I just want to be in silence or dancing or listening to music. So that that's something that I've really loved about my journey. It may not be for everyone, but if you want a powerful accelerator, notice where you're being influenced in thought and even the subtlest of ways. Notice what you're consuming and ask yourself, what does this actually serve? How is this benefiting me? How is this valuing me? Um, adding value to my life and you know what what am i actually learning or feeling about the things that i'm watching there's a lot of triggering things that exist um out there in some of the things that we consume and there's also a lot of misrepresented um misunderstood things that are being shared so something just for your consideration so nine things yeah nine ooh that's a nice power number 2 um These are all ways that you can begin this summer to really lock into what I'm calling a healed girl summer and grow and expand and have fun while doing it. Everything that I listed is actually really powerfully shifting and can be really powerfully fun and pleasurable. And everything that I listed are things that I have been doing with myself for probably the past 10 to 12 years. I really believe in them and I really live them. And so I hope you'll find the ones that fit, leave the ones that don't. But either way, consider to experiment with yourself and your journey. So there we are. This is uh, my Dropping Gems episode live from gorgeous Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I just want to share something that has really inspired me this week while I've been in Santa Fe. I had a chance to go visit the Georgia O'Keeffe Museum, and I used to study art when I was in school. I always kind of dreamed of being an artist, but never had the chance um, or the finances as a young person to really nurture that desire, that gift that you know I, I felt connected to. But I remember learning about Georgia O'Keeffe because she was this, you know, really dynamic woman, especially for her time, her artist career. And I'm a little off with the dates, but, you know, really kind of, um, she was teaching art and then began sharing her art around 1912. And she lived all the way to 1984 and created art all the way through the end of her life. So she was nearly a hundred when she passed and when I was researching her, something that I just thought was so cool was just looking at her as a, as a woman who was so far ahead of her time, such a genius and a visionary. Her art is just 
incredible. She painted a lot of nature, a lot of flowers is what she's really known for. A lot of landscapes of where she happened to live in New Mexico. So her museum and her home, Ghost Ranch, is located out here. And I went and I just sat and soaked up her essence and energy. I just sat alone for hours walking through the museum and her gallery, staring at the paintings. Um, It was so beautiful and I was so inspired. And something that really inspired me was that for over 40 years, she lived off the grid in a town that had less than 100 people in it. Um, I may be pronouncing this wrong, so apologies, but Abiqué, New Mexico, in this adobe, on this ranch, for nearly 40 years alone. And if you've been in you know, these areas of New Mexico, you know how deftly quiet it is, how powerfully gorgeous it is. It's just mind-blowing. But for her to live that way in creative isolation for nearly four decades and create some of the the most extraordinary art, I'm just really inspired by that as someone who is always craving silence. Um, And I'm an extrovert, but I'm always craving, deeply craving alone time to just adventure with myself inwardly and outwardly. So that is something I've been feeling really passionate about is is just continuing to dive deeper into her work and learn more about her as a woman and as a creative genius. So live from Santa Fe, big, big love, everyone. Um, And I'll catch you guys next week. Namaste. 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 Hey, find me on socials. Let's connect. At Debbie Brown. That's Twitter and Instagram. Or go to my website, DebbieBrown.com. And if you're listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And send this episode to a friend. Dropping Gems is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. It's produced by Jacquees and me, Debbie Brown. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue.